Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting from noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging who may be listening and acknowledging that this and all the lands were stolen and um, never ceded. If you want to get in touch with the program to comment on the issues, you can um, do so on out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, WWE out here in 10 days. And you can look for the posts on Facebook, um, 3CR. Um, on Out of the Pan 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne, or on my page, Sally Goldner. Well, on the show today, um, be talking about the Globe Awards, um, also having a chat about an event I was in yesterday, which was um, very enjoyable, Building Bridges, and the but opening up yet again, because this is really the critical issue that's facing the Rainbow Communities and many other groups at the moment, is the Religious Discrimination Bill. And good to see a report um, bang on um, midnight um, or one minute, you know, one second past midnight um, this morning from the um, Sydney Morning Herald Age type of papers um, that um, despite the headline, um, Christian Porter claiming insists the Religious Discrimination Bill can become law, then the reality, well, who knows? But um, he, um, when asked, he did not confirm he would introduce the bill to Parliament this month as planned, saying the intention remains to introduce the bill as soon as the submissions have been considered. Um, But privately, some religious groups predict the government will run out of time to bring a bill to a vote this year, despite the coalition earlier flagging a result by Christmas. Well, um, I don't know how much parliamentary privilege you'd have to walk all over to get that done. Um, or parliamentary procedure, I beg your pardon, um, because probably process needs to go to a very careful committee. Um, Some religious groups say that the um, government needs to increase provisions for Australians of faith, Anglican, Catholic and Muslim, or some Anglican and and Catholic. Should be noted there's divisions between the conservative Anglicans in Sydney and the progressive ones in Melbourne. But on the other side of the coin, the Uniting Church and Rainbow Groups say the bill will open the door door to discrimination against vulnerable groups, including intersectionalities therein with disability and others, and want clauses wound back. And business groups finally have strongly objected to enforce the new rules on um, companies with revenue of $50 million or more. And um, in a report earlier this week on the 8th, the um, Australian Industry Group has said it would reduce employers' man- ability to manage inappropriate conduct or impose inclusion policies and may advance and protect extremist opinions <laughs> or behaviour. Um, and also the Australian Chamber of Commerce have said the same. Um, and um, the so-called Falau clauses um, and that the AIG reminded the government businesses were legally obliged to prevent bullying and other behaviour that could impact the mental health of employers, and this was not limited to conduct within the office. So there's a good um, example, and they've talked about the Christmas function, 
The draft bill was unbalanced, unworkable and unfair on employers as well as being inconsistent with existing workplace laws, said the Australian Industry Group. Over time, the courts had developed principles about where and when employers could regulate their actions outside work, and these principles would, um, and the proposed laws, would, um, sorry, the proposed laws, quote, would disturb these principles in a major way. Well, um, some people might criticise me for um, bringing up business on um, on this station, but they're pretty bang on. The view is a view, and um, you know, sort of the the need, the view of religious belief or activity needs to be clarified. Um, it said failure to do so may mean many indigenous spiritualities and is not afforded the same legal protection as an esoteric or emerging religion, the bona fides of which are yet to be established. Interestingly, the Business Council of Australia did not make a submission. Um, and so that's really interesting as well, that first of all, you've got that one where business groups have um, sort of given it the thumbs down or two, two and a half out of three, if you like. Um, and... Then we go further, um, coming back to the original 13th of October article this morning, um, and um, Labor's still yet to declare its hand, and I don't think there's really any position, you know, if it, you know, and I'll come back to that in a second. Um, but Centre Alliance's um, Senator um, Rex Patrick, um, his vote will be critical. Um, he, said, he has said, is this a problem that really needs to be solved? And no one has yet come up with evidence that, um, I'll use the phrase in inverted commas, mainstream Christians are under fear of persecution, sort of Soviet Union style with churches being shut down and NKVD spies put in um, the churches to see what they're doing. And so Senator Patrick is doubtful about the time frame, has said you can talk to five different people and get six different opinions. Um, uh, sort of probably stereotypical jokes about lawyers in there. But um, the Greens are naturally against the bill and... Paul and Hansen said it's encouraged it from uh, might might encourage radical Islam, so a range of views against it. Not always, you could say, usual suspects in inverted commas. Uh, I think that speaks volumes at volume about how bad this bill is. Let's just go through some of the LGBTI implications. Again, it means say state government laws to over to outlaw conversion therapy could be overridden by religious um, um actually um i've got to correct myself there heard something yesterday which made me stop and think conversion so-called conversion practices needs to be the exact term because it's not a therapy at all and thank you commissioner roe allen for pointing that out that um so state governments that try to get rid of so-called conversion practices on re-sexual orientation and gender identity um you know they'll be overridden um there was a good comment that came my way a few weeks ago that even someone in a secular organisation um, could override um, that secular organisation's views. They happen to be in there and the organisation is very pro-LGBTI, but they could say, well, I object to giving counselling that's affirming to a trans person. And that employer can't fire them. They've got to have an employee in there who's totally against their values. So this thing is just, it is a, to use, um, given that we've just finished the Jewish high holiday period, I will quote some Hebrew, it's a shamozel, and frankly needs to be um, just really thrown out. Um, um, shamozel, well, I probably can't say an eight-letter word beginning with B on this station, but um, uh, rough translation. Anyway, all right, um, so yeah, um, please make sure that the opposition um, keeps up on this. Put pressure on the Labor Party to take a firm stand to oppose the bill outright. I think that's got to be our first step at this stage. 
Um, let's worry about committees and delaying votes and amendments now. There just can't be anything on this. It's just an absolute um, you know, dumpster fire and um, needs to be um, completely wiped out. Um, you know, sort of put polite concerns into people like Jackie Lambie, Rex Patrick, Central Alliance sort of people, um, if you can, no Central Alliance representatives from Victoria. Um, but if you are listening around the country, particularly South Australia, please get in touch with them because, you know, this legislation is a disaster on every level, <coughs> um, bigger than the typhoon hitting Japan. All right, let's have a listen to Paul Kelly. And then I'll come back and talk about building bridges. And here's an appropriate um, track to play from Paul's um, album, um, Comedy. Um, This is a serious issue. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. People, I'll tell you a story, an eight-year-long story of power and pride. British Lord Vesty and Vincent Lignari were opposite men on opposite sides. Vesty was fat with money and muscle. Beef was his business, broad was his door. Vincent was lean and spoke very little He had no bank balance, hard dirt was his floor From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow The Ringy were working for nothing but rations but once they had gathered the wealth of the land Daily the pressure got tighter and tighter Garinja decided they must make a stand They picked up their swags and started off walking At Water Creek they sat themselves down Now it don't sound like much But it sure got tongues talking Back at the homestead And then in the town From little things Big things grow From little things Big things grow Vesting man said I'll double your wages Eighteen quid a week You'll have in your hand Vincent said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not talking about wages We're sitting right here till we get our land Vesty man roared, vesty man thundered You don't stand the chance of a cinder and snow Vincent said, if we fall, others are rising From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow Then Vincent Lignari 
boarded an airplane and landed in Sydney, big city of lights. And daily he went round softly speaking his story to all kinds of men from all walks of life. And Vincent sat down with big politicians. This affair, they told him, it's a matter of state. Let us sort it out while your people are hungry. Vincent said, no thanks, we know how to wait. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. Then Vincent Lingari returned in an airplane back to his country once more to sit down. And he told his people, let the stars keep on turning. We have friends in the south, in the cities and towns. Eight years went by, eight long years of waiting, to one day a tall stranger appeared in the land. And he came with lawyers, and he came with great ceremony, and through Vincent's fingers poured a handful of sand. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. Well, that was the story of Vincent Lignari. But this is a story of something much more How power and privilege can unmove a people Who know where they stand, stand in the law From little things, big things grow 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 From little things, big things grow. 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 From little things, big things grow.
you a keen reader with an unpublished manuscript? want to be a writer or are you interested in how others have written their books? Listen to Jan Goldsmith speaking with authors and those in the writing business on Published or Not, 11.30 till noon on Thursdays and of course on 3CR. Rod stars. What up, this G1? This is DJ Illinois. And together we are Rebel Diaz. And whenever we are here, we listen to 855 AM, 3CRD Digital, 3CR.org.au. You already know what it is. Free Radical Radio, let's go. 3CR. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we just heard from Paul Kelly and the Messengers from the comedy album and from Little Things, Big Things Grow. And prior I should have mentioned the opening track was from a Broderick Smith album from some years ago. Um, called Crayon Angels, where he did um, a range of covers of all sorts of people. And the track we opened with today was Leonard Co- a Leonard Cohen track, The Tower of Song, a very wry, humid sort of song. You can pretty much imagine um, Leonard Cohen doing that as well. Um, so yesterday I went to a wonderful event um, called Building Bridges, um, less than about a kilometre and a half from home. As someone who often goes to work all around Victoria and goes from Mildura to Mallacoota to um, only have to go a kilometre and a half up the road for an event for the day was um, luxurious in itself. Um, what was Building Bridges about? Put on by Manningham Uniting Church and um, also supported by the city of Manningham and others. Um, it was just that, hearing people's stories. And I just don't think you can get enough of that you understand things and, you know, you learn more. And the thing is, you don't just understand the individual person's story or their, we'll say, group that is the centre of their focus. You understand really a lot more about humanity overall. Um, themes for the day were LGBTI, Indigenous and refugees. And you know, one of the themes that struck me that came out like the proverbial um, sort of... Um, well, well, I say with the force of a Seamus broke, there's the obligatory WWE reference for the day or a big show sort of knockout blow, but in a very positive and non-violent way, I can assure you, was how many people have had disrupted or damaged childhoods when you're from a group that potentially and actually does and or actually does face prejudice and discrimination. And I think, you know, obviously I often talk about my own early years 
you know, trying to live um, life as fitting, we'll say being male in identity and fitting what I'll call in inverted commas, limited masculine expectations. And of course, not succeeding. I can joke about that now and say I was trying to be a um, a um, football-loving, Victorian beer-drinking, um, heterosexual masculine male and failing on all five counts um, and gradually recovering. Uh, well, can't recover from the heterosexual male masculine, really, but um, to, to a large extent. But um, thank heavens for the AFLW. Um, there's better beers and um, drink in moderation, of course. And I've got all my genders in balance, both identity and expression-wise and sexual orientation. But um, the thing was, my childhood was, take, you know, I'm going to use words like damaged and disturbed because I'm really, 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 uh, dot, 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 a million times really reluctant to use the word stolen. I totally understand what that means to our First Nations people and don't want to take it in any sense. But, um, you know, so many people of First Nations background not only had their childhood stolen um, in being taken away from their family of origin without consent, but some of the things that occurred in their, well, the families they were placed with. And we heard some pretty um, intense stories. No need really to go into detail of what people went through. And sort of, but also people perhaps lost parents at an early age um, as well and, you know, had their sort of childhood happiness taken away. I've got to say a few weeks ago, just to digress, I was um, just for something different. I was on a panel and met a lovely guy, Samuel, who's a young HIV positive gay man. And he talked about the concept of what I was robbed of as a child. And it really got me thinking. And I think obviously a lot of, well, I think it's fair to say people in relation to sexual orientation, gender identity, and I think intersex status would probably have some degree of things they were robbed of as a child. And it's a long list. And you know, the thing is, obviously, <clears throat> we heard some of the refugee stories and to have to, and I will give content warnings here, people fleeing, infect, um, crabbing to cross infected, crocodile-infested rivers with people behind them, heaven forbid, shooting at you. I mean, no, I mean, no one should go through that, but a child as well. And of course, we know trans people, I mean, in particular, are robbed of our childhoods when we can't be the gender identity and expression that we need to be. It almost, I don't want to play hierarchy of the oppressed, but I almost felt like paled into a bit of insignificance. But I do also want to say that everyone's story is their own. Everyone's feelings are their own. Everyone's pain is their own. And we need to acknowledge it. So a big theme that came out there, and you can't necessarily get your childhood back. You can try to, um, you know, sort of heal it as best as you can. But the thing that we can do is try to stop other children having their childhoods disrupted and damaged. And, of course, um, having trans people um, you know, being able to come out earlier, we are seeing at least some degree of positive shift in that. So that was a big theme. Um, I think the other one that came out was about respect. And sometimes we throw around, around words like respect in a bit of a twee or cheesy way, and I don't think that's quite the answer. And respect, you know, one of the things that I find is important in respect is listening. And some people think listening is just not talking for a little while the other person's talking. And then one of the ways you can pick this up is in conversations. You finish saying something and someone will say, now here's what I think. They haven't listened. They're not connecting to what you've said. They're not reflecting back. They're not really actively listening. 
um, another digression, I would, if I ran the education system, um, I'd probably, rather than make kids uh, memorise times, tables and um, history dates, and in context of so-called Australian history, probably dates from 1788 onwards, which insult our First Nations people, I would instead be teaching people listening skills from an early age. I mean, imagine the investment that would have in our communication um, an understanding of each other. And then when we got into workplaces, what a good idea, you know, but that's a sensible idea. It probably would never get up. So, um, yeah, um, children um, teaching true respect by listening, understanding, agreeing. But one, as one um, person said, um, and I think it was one, um, from memory, it was a lot of information to take in. One of the First Nations people said, yeah, we'll come along and listen and consult and then we'll consult again and then we'll have another inquiry you also get a bit sick of that and the thing that began to resonate as well for me was the parallels in our stories um you know so many minority groups have difficult relationships at times with police um and i'll come back to that and young people in the next segment when i talk about the global wards um and um you know, that struck me before, the mental health problems that obviously go with any form of discrimination and being constantly run down. And, you know, LGBTI people are acutely aware of um, that in their own lives and the mountains of research. I don't know facts and figures, so to speak, for other communities, but I'm, obviously I'm sure it's the same and people can, you know, dig out research there. Um, so it is about respect. And so it was a really wonderful day, lots of good food and um, well looked after, um, caught up with people hadn't seen in a while, that sort of thing. And it is nice to, to think about that. And it also helps build bridges and, well, from little things, big things can grow, that we understand each other more. We can weave social justice movements together in a really positive way. Now, the thing that I would say, some people say to me, oh, is that a bubble? It probably is. But we need bubbles, you know, when... A, um, one of the things that also struck me was, you know, there are lots of genuine, warm, compassionate, empathic people out there. They just don't make headlines. Um, someone did quote a John Williamson song, True Blue. Well, to quote another one, Kuta Mundra Wattle, God, yeah, he's never made a paper sale, in my best John Williamson voice. And sometimes if you read the commercial media, you'd think, the, you know, that you'd wonder where the world's going. And this is a dichotomy that we're facing, isn't it? Um, that, you know, our politicians and leaders in this country, and it seems many others, are so far out of touch and being dictatorial, yet so many people at the grassroots do want the proverbial fair go for all. And, um, you know, it's not that hard. And it also, to me, speaks, I want to answer an article, um, Ida Buttrose, you know, and this is where you pull out well, you get a bonus WWE reference today. You pull out the you sold out chant um, because she says we've lost our larrikin spirit. Yeah, right. And there's this article um, in um, nine in sort of the eight, well, it comes up on the ages website, um, sexist, racist and homophobic. Why I'm glad larrikin humor is gone by James Valentine from two days ago. He's an ABC afternoon presenter up in Sydney. Yeah. Do we really need to listen to that? And from a stand up um, um, background, um, you know, there's a rule in stand-up or two rules that combine. Don't do material about groups you can't identify with with the qualification of unless you are sort of, um, and I'm careful about my words here, sort of going above in terms of hierarchy. So if I want to have a go at toxic masculinity males, um, gay or heterosexual, 
then that's okay. But from someone like myself, heaven forbid, to have a go at, say, um, people with, who, um, with physical disabilities, not on. And so, yeah, that's why so much stand-up has been problematic, um, larrikin humour. But there's lots of people out there trying to do it right, and I think sometimes when we do face struggles, we can forget that. So that's society. Um, let's have a think about a song that covers both society and economy. Bit of a classic, a belated seven, happy 70th birthday to Mark Knopfler and a track from the Love Over Gold album, a, a five-track album where the shortest track was this one, Fire at 5.49, Industrial Disease. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, and feel free to do air drums to the huge drum that comes in during this song. Not while you're driving, of course.
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thank you for your company. And we just heard from Die Straits from Love Over Gold, sort of the groundbreaking after album after their first three sort of more very standard guitar-based drums albums. That one took a very um, different road with uh, more keyboards, but five, as I say, only five tracks. So that was the shortest one, Industrial Disease at 5.49, and, of course, the epic Telegraph Road um, for, um, at 14 minutes, 15 seconds. There you go. I'm As a radio announcer, I miss the old days where... Um, um, out where you had a CD in front of you and it always had the time on it. Great, much easier to plan. There's some self-indulgence for you that's totally irrelevant. Um, we'll have some new music, uh, new-ish music um, from the local Melbourne independent scene coming up shortly. Um, well, last Friday night, gosh, it's been a caffeinated um, 36 hours at my end because Friday night was the Globe Awards, um, the annual Rainbow Community Awards um, here in Victoria. And I've got to say, I had a pretty good night um, and always good to glam up. Um, we do do lots, some things well and some things not so well in our communities, I suppose a bit like everyone, but we can glam up pretty well. And I've got to say, um, it's quite, quite enjoyable, I, um, let's say, um, as I always used to like to say, um, as a, someone who's attracted to more than one gender, get on the fence, the view's better. And it certainly get, gets a very clear and shiny view um, at the Globe Awards, um, said with all, all consensual respect. But we do glam up well, and lots of people there, and um, a really great night. Um, now, I would acknowledge one thing. The venue, um, which ended up being the Plaza Ballroom at the Austra- at, um, next to the Regent Theatre, um, that wasn't the first choice, but Globe had to move the awards, and I should, um, due to the fact that their original choice of venue is in that area in the Docklands, which now has a pier that is um, considered unsafe. Before I go any further, should mention that I was a judge for this year's Globe Awards, and no, I don't have 10CC's Good Morning Judge lined up as a track for today, um, and um, also a past winner of a Globe Award. But um, I've got to say, I thought... You know, I totally acknowledge that that shortcoming happened, um, but um, I've got to say, as a judge, it was um, a pretty hard job because, you know, there's a lot of talent across the length, depth and breadth of our rainbow communities. It wasn't just a tick rule off, now we'll go out to a, an early lunch sort of thing by a long way. Um, and um, Judy Tang, who's done so much work with the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council, um, ended up as LGBTI Victorian of the Year. And I think that's, um, she's obviously a hard worker who's put in a lot over a long time. And um, I think that um, she certainly deserves that award in, um, for her effort. But it's also good to see someone of a multicultural background get an award. Um, so great to see that happen. And also there were a lot of um, sort of veterans and founders of a Australian AGMC, Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council, on stage to accept the award with with her. Headspace Bendigo got the Community Inspiration Award. Um, they're doing great work in regional Victoria, which is still important. You know, I think Victoria's fortunate that we can break down, you know, because we're a relatively small area with the second largest population of the eight states and territories, the rural-regional divide with internet is beginning to crumble. Um it's still obviously not equal, and you can go, say, from a 
larger regional centre like, say, Shepparton or Bendigo go 50 k's down the road and you can be in um, some pretty dodgy territory when it comes to being LGBTI or possibly diversity general, generally. But it is still important that we start spreading services through regional Victoria. Um, Claire Gravel won the John Marriott Sports Person of the Year. Um, Claire sadly passed away and her partner, Claire, um, sorry, Kay Gravel, and Claire accepted the award and not a dry eye in the house. And, you know, she just loved playing sport and doing what she was doing. Um, Tony Painter, who's Volunteer of the Year, who I will also disclose, um, is a volunteer with Transgender Victoria and does awesome work and great to see a lot of support for that. Um, But I mentioned when I said young people, Beck Robertson got Ally of the Year. And, um, yeah, that's a tough one because um, Joe Hurst was also nominated in that category. And they both do great jobs um, in their their ways as parents of trans children. Um, But a great speech where Joe acknowledged this is, you know, it was about the younger people, but also acknowledged elders who paved the way. She really is just um, a very great ambassador for our community. And I've got, of course, got to mention um, Georgie Stone appointed an ambassador for Headspace this week and criticising our Prime Minister. Um, I suppose I have to call him that because that's his title um, for his attitudes on trans, where Scott Morrison responded, Oh, trans people are pressured by identity politics. How flippin' patronising is that? So, yeah, Georgie and Beck doing great work, and I've got some time off this week. I might be able to get started on About a Girl after six weeks. Um, That pile of books is getting bigger by the bed. Great to see Petal Apples Crow, Artist of the Year, fantastically at the intersections of Indigenous and queer and does such great work there. Um, Media Excellence, Chicks Talking Footy, and I suppose we're declaring the interest, um, commiserations to James McKenzie from 3CR. Um, so, um, that's really cool. Joe Ball accepted the award for Switchboard, who won Protecting Our Community, and they do an amazing job of doing that, and, um, you know, great speech by Joe, um, ended up with, that one's ended up with 93 likes, I was sort of doing amateur social media on the night, but I think probably the one that really got everyone excellence in small business, hairs and hyenas, and I love it when Crusader and Roland don't take no nonsense from nobody. And they really talked about the horrendous police raid back in May and how it highlights that, yes, it's good that police march in Pride March, but there still needs to be proactive healing work with communities who are more disadvantaged being trans and gender diverse people and colour. They just, they don't hold back. And it's it's sometimes a challenge for them. I know they have to try to hold space for everyone Sometimes maybe they have to hold back their personal views. Well, they had a chance to say them. Roland did most of the speaking and just like, woohoo, yes. Um, and I've got to say, you know, the posting about this one, I've ended up with about 200 likes at the moment for this one. They just have the total support of our community for the space that they are. And it's interesting when that rate happened, um, people who within the community would probably have very different views um, all um, were so supportive. Uh, minus 18, one connecting the LGBTI community and a troop of uh, minus minuses. Is that a word? I'll make it one because I can. Um, got up and and thanked um, the Globe crew for that. And Catherine Barrett got on the award for Healthy Community, does so much work with ageing and sexuality. And the night was opened by Mama Alto ra- ramping it up a bit, doing the pink song, Get the Party Started in her own inimitable way. 
Um, Mama is just such an awesome performer. Actually, I will say in Mama's own inimitable way and avoid pronouns there just to be sure. Um, so lots of great performers. There was a, um, after the first round of awards in the main course, um, the three people who formed the group who did all the seventies disco numbers. Well, um, they certainly got everyone rock. Um, well, discoing. I don't know if they got them rocking, including myself, but, um, also got to say, um, we did, um, you know, lose, um, um, one of the traditions of our community. We got rid of drag time. I had the schedule on hand and it ran perfectly to time. Um, there was actually one other thing. Um, Nath Valvo tried to start using a more inclusive greetings, but I think after, maybe after a couple of sherbets, tongue-in-cheek at the halftime break, slipped back to ladies and gentlemen. So I've got to work on that ne- a bit more next year. So a great night. Um, it is an important night. And there's one thing I was going to add again, acknowledging any conflict of interest. Um, some people say, should we have community awards? Do they reward people when that's not what it's about? I think we do need to have them declaring any possible interest as someone who's won a couple because I think that sometimes volunteering can be be thankless, particularly sometimes in rainbow communities where there is lateral hostility. But it's just it's nice to be nice, as a friend of mine says, and I think there is a place for them. They've just got to be done well. From reports, I've heard that the Australian LGBTI awards, which were considered by many to be very corporate and Sydney-oriented, they actually, in the first year, nominated Facebook for an LGBTI ally when Facebook hadn't really done anything about its so-called real name policy. That's pretty woeful. So um, hopefully they're gone. So I think it's got to be well done. It's got to be done well in diversity and, again, declaring an interest I thought that this year's awards did try to did do better on that. Last year's awards were considered a bit, well, penguin suit, as it's called. In other words, sort of cisgender gay man. And I think that this year's awards did do better at the same time acknowledging the diverse talent that is there on its merits. So a pretty good result. So um, a good night had by all. And yes, thank heavens for the caffeine in Melbourne on many levels. Anyway, during the, the week, I got put on to a a local independent sort of country musicish Americana type of group called the Opelousas and enjoying their stuff. I'm trying to get myself into the, the 2010s musical-wise as we get close to the 2020s. Here's a track from the Opelousas, whose lead singer lives in Reservoir, um, and the track's called Meet Me in the Hallway. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. No questions you don't want to 
Kevin Hines Grow delivers gardening and nature-based programs to people of all ages and all abilities. Our programs provide great opportunities for positive personal development and well-being. The Kevin Hines Grow 40th Anniversary Spring Festival will be held on Saturday the 19th of October, 9am to 3pm at 39 Weatherby Road, Doncaster. Come along and stock up on a huge variety of tomatoes and vegetable seedlings, fruit trees, perennials and more at our community nursery. 3CR supporter. Just tickle the roots there. Um, oh, Kevin Hines' favourite line. Mm, million lines in that. Um, very quickly, before I get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species, um, Alphabet Soup, um, the original, comes up in Westgarth this week. But check out Transgender Victoria's website on the um, information page for a whole list of Alphabet Soup groups and others. Soup groups. Um, Spectrum Intersections um, on this Wednesday night in Carlton and also a Seahorse Cafe night um, in the inner city somewhere. A bit QTV, Bent TV, Friday night, um, and that gets us through the week. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. Um, next week I'll be um, catching up um, with Sarah from Benevolence um, and hopefully catching up with... Um, um, I guess who couldn't make it in last week soon as well. Take it out today. I'll wake you up for the afternoon um, with Midnight Oil, um, a track that was originally on their very first album in 1978, Powderworks. Here's the live version from Scream in Blue. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.